Minnesota Wild limp into the XL Energy Center tonight when they play host to the Calgary Flames. They drop the puck at about 7.09 p.m. tonight at the XL Energy Center. This is your Wild Minute with Troy. Appreciate you joining us as we set you up for tonight's game. A very disappointing weekend, as you know. Uh, we ran up to Winnipeg to see the Wild play in Winnipeg Saturday where they lost 4-2. to two. Then they played the back end of a home-and-home home Sunday against the Jets at the X where they lost 4-3. to three. It's the Wild's second two-game losing streak under John Hines. And more importantly, the Wild go 0-4 on a chance to gain significant points in the standings against one of the top three teams in their division. Sunday's game, much like Saturday's, Winnipeg was in front of the net. They had size, they had strength, and uh, the Wild could not get the puck through enough, obviously, to lose, but uh, it was clearly looked more like a playoff game where things were slowed down, and I think the Wild missed the net, either block shots or misses, almost 40 times on Sunday. So that's definitely not a formula for a win, um, but... That's in the past. The Wild play the Calgary Flames. The Flames are just one point behind the Wild in the standings. The Flames are just like the Wild going to be fighting for the next three or four months to get those final Wild card playoff spots. The Wild were 11 and 3 under John Hines heading into that home and home with Winnipeg. So obviously they're now 11 and 5 under John Hines. Um, but tonight's a big game. They, they want to avoid a three game losing streak. But more importantly, like I said, they want to jump. Uh, further ahead of the Flames in the standings. Uh, Calgary was here last month for a game at the X, and the Wild blew a lead and went to overtime and won it in a shootout, which, because of the hole the Wild have dug when they're playing Western Conference teams, winning in overtime is not enough because the Wild getting two points and the Flames getting one, obviously you can do the math. It's much better to win in regulation. Get two points, have your Western Conference opponent gain zero, and you can put a little distance between you and them in the standings. So hopefully the Wild can turn things around and uh, get a win tonight. Now, that is a tall order because the opponent isn't the uh, biggest thing right now. It's injuries. Uh, A bunch of injuries have sprung up. Marcus Foligno is going to be a game-time decision with what the Wild are describing a lingering injury. He did not skate today. Matt Zuccarello was on the ice skating, but we don't expect him to play yet. He's listed as week-to-week. Kirill Kaprizov, as we know, is week-to-week after those cross-checks suffered in Winnipeg over the weekend. Um, Vinny Letiri was put on the IR. Philip Gustafson, the goaltender, the number one goaltender, top five goaltender in the league right now. He's week-to-week. He had an MRI today. Um, Coach John Hines did say after the skate around this morning, that even though Kirill and Gus are both week-to-week, he thinks Kirill will come back sooner than Gus. And then, of course, Jonas Brodeen is out for probably the rest of January, um, nursing that broken finger. So we hope to see him um, probably, probably after the All-Star break in early February. So you're taking out, you know, look at this lineup. You're taking out the number one and two forwards in uh, Kirill and Zuccarello. You're taking out arguably the top defenseman in Jonas Brodeen. You're taking out the number one goaltender this season, and that's Philip Gustafson. And then, of course, um, Marcus Foligno, one of the grit guys, top nine forward, uh, if Moose doesn't play. You're probably going to see 11 forwards and 7 defense, so put everything in a blunder. But what we saw today in the morning skate was that top line will be Jules Erickson X centering JoJo and Boldy. Not a bad line. Um, The second line, Marco Rossi, has Hartman on one wing and probably Nick Patan on the other. 
Um, Freddie Goudreau centering uh, the big rig and Moose on that third line. But if Moose can't go, uh, maybe Duhame moves up to that spot. You have Dewar right now in practice. Dewar was centering the fourth line with uh, Duhame and Jake Lucchini. Uh, the Wild did recall Sammy Walker, but I don't know if he'll be here in time to play tonight if Felino can't go. So put him in a blender. Hopefully we see a lot of JoJo Akinboldi, uh, because once you get down to those, uh, well, even the Rossi Patan Hartman second line, I don't see a lot of goals there. Hartman had scored f- goals in five straight games before uh, his goal Sunday was ruled offsides. So he has been hot. He also got slapped with a fine for a high stick, a cheap shot that he made Sunday. Uh, what he said was in retaliation for what they did to Kirill. Nevertheless, it's the seventh time Ryan Hartman has been fined in his career. So he can't get away with much anymore because there's a pretty lengthy record um, accordingly. On the blue line, Middleton and Faber will be paired together. We think Goose will be with Spurgeon. Um, Dakota Mermis Sunday played well enough to stay in that uh, lineup with Bogosian, so I would expect Johnny Merrill to be the healthy scratch unless Moose doesn't go and Sammy Walker isn't here in time, then John Merrill would draw in as a seventh defenseman in the Wild with both 11 and 7. I didn't talk much about goaltending Flower. He uh, played his 1,000th game of his career, only the fourth goalie to ever do that. Uh, played on Sunday, and of course he lost. Um, he is going to be the go-to guy now. Zane McIntyre is up, but he's the backup. Everyone wants to see Jesper Wallstedt. He's hurt right now in Iowa. Even if he was healthy, the Wild don't want to bring him up. They want a clean transition. They want him to come up next year. I don't think they'd put him into this mess right now, especially with so many players injured. So McIntyre, get used to seeing him as the backup for a while until Gus comes back, and then get used to seeing a lot of Flower. The Wild have a lot of every other night uh, coming up for games, so I think Flower could play five of the next six, six of the next seven, as long as he doesn't show any wear and tear. So, anyhow, Flames, 7 o'clock. That's in St. Paul tonight. Valley Sports North. The Wild need this win dearly, or they lose three consecutive for the first time under John Hines. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll break this down and hopefully start talking about putting together a winning streak against Tampa. Because listen to this lineup. So the Wild play Calgary tonight, which is Tuesday. They play the Lightning at home on Thursday. Then they travel to Columbus over the weekend to play uh, the Blue Jackets on Saturday. Then a home-and-home over three days with the Dallas Stars next Monday here and next Wednesday in Dallas. So it gets real really quick. You see, um, obviously you want to win every game. But you certainly now, when you're playing Western Conference teams, you need to win those games. And when you're playing Dallas back-to-back, it's just like when they played Winnipeg last weekend. You, you hope for three out of four or dream about four out of four, but you can't accept going 0 for 4 like they did this past weekend. If these injuries prove costly and the Wilds stumble tonight and maybe win at Columbus but stumble at Tampa Thursday and get swept by the Stars, it can get ugly really quick because if we've pointed out myriad times the first three weeks of the season took away any equity for the Wild to have trip trip-ups or slip-ups along the way. They have to start winning, and they got to start winning a lot of games. This is your Wild Minute with Troy Fyatt. Follow me on Instagram, Wild Minute Troy. We'll talk to you.